Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We are tonight's entertainment. Good evening, everyone. Feels strange for me to say good evening because it's usually good morning, but uh, welcome to the debut episode of what we're calling right now All Things Good Nerdy Cutscenes. And basically, our intent here is to try and burn through all these news stories that we always want to talk to you guys about and then forget because we get busy talking about dick butts and making penis jokes or playing with soundboards that we're not supposed to use in the show itself. To be fair, dick butts is always a good thing to talk about, though. That is true. As you guys can tell if you're listening on audio, joining me tonight, we have Naki and uh, myself, Chris. When we do this show right now, it's just kind of planned at most to be just the three regular hosts. It could be as many as three of us, could be as few as one of us. It could be a mixed up variety of whatever's going on. Basically, it's our impromptu off-the-cuff show to burn through a bunch of the old news stories or the stories that are bordering on old Basically, what you're saying, though, is that if you tune in on a good night, you'll hear somebody talking to themselves. It, it very well could be a night when you're when people are talking <laughs> to themselves. And I will say there are some uh, there's some things that I've done just recorded individually that will never see the light of day because I've realized that me talking to myself does not make for a very good show. <laughs> that's kind of the same problem that I have, and it's why I don't have my own podcast by myself because that's just silly. Who doesn't want to listen to me? It's much better to team up. Exactly. And look, now I have friends that I can team up with, even though I don't write for your blog anymore. That's okay, I don't write for my blog anymore either. (laughs) But uh, as we go forward with this right now, this this cutscene show is kind of envisioned to be about maybe a 30-minute, give or take a few minutes, (coughs) show maybe once or twice a month. It's not going to be a regular weekly event because... The main thing is all things good and nerdy. This is just to help clear us up. This is to help clear up some space on that show so that we can play more games and things like that. Because we like playing games with you guys, and most of those we're starting to design so that you can chime in yourselves on them. But we do bef- like having fans. We do. But before we start the show, to anyone who's watching live now or listening to the audio later, I did want to offer an apology to all of our audio subscribers because. Our host, Podbean, was moving over to Amazon Web Services, so we weren't able to upload the new show to the audio podcast site until Tuesday or so. So my apologies for kind of breaking the unwritten promise that we'll generally have the audio podcast up on Sundays after the video. So long as the as our web host keeps working with us on that, we'll have them up the same day. And if it starts to become problematic, then we'll start looking into new web hosting options. But Yay, unofficial apology for an unofficial broken promise. <laughs> Basically, the ATGN way. We admit no wrongdoing because we are uh, lazy. It's true. <laughs> but uh, did like you I said, you... hmm. sorry. Ahead. No, I was just wondering if you got the 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 YouTube comment stream going. I can't get that. YouTube stream's going, but I'm not expecting us to get a lot of live comments tonight because this was kind of off the cuff. I think in the future we'll probably talk these up in advance so people know they're going on. Like I said, guys, it's just an experiment at this point, so we're not going to be as polished as we might sometimes appear to be on the main show. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what I said. (laughs) But let's burn through some of these news items, and I'll go first. This is a story I've had sitting on there for about a month, and anyone who's listened to the show knows I have a fascination with the cartoon show Young Justice that's part of the DC Nation block on uh, Cartoon Network. And for some inexplicable reason, they keep postponing the return of it and moving it to other channels to show reruns, things like that. So I got real scared one day when I popped open one of my news feeds and read the RSS feed, and the headline was, Young Justice Cancelled. So based on my love of that, I went, holy shit! 
I opened up the article, and it turns out the tie-in comic book they've been doing to Young Justice is what was canceled. So start it ends with issue 25, which I think is the very next issue. And if you haven't been reading it, it's been really cool because it's kind of filled in the gap between the, the five years that happened between seasons one and season two. Um, I was going to uh, ask you, like, that's that's a Disney show, right? No, no, it's that... it's a DC Nation, so it's a uh, Warner Brothers. Warner Brothers, okay, so on Cartoon Warner... Network. I was gonna say when when does that air? Because like I know you guys talk about it, and then I feel bad because I don't even know when that airs. It used to air like um, Saturdays at nine a.m. or ten a.m. I can't remember, and then they just randomly pulled it off the schedule because it was paired with Green Lantern the animated series, and okay. then it just kind of got pulled. It was during New York Comic Con the same weekend. They pulled it off the schedule without telling anyone. So like everyone's DVR guides and stuff said DC Nation animated block or whatever. So we all turned it on as some Dragon Rider rerun. And everyone was like, what the hell? So Twitter kind of blew up, and everyone was going, hey, all of you at New York Comic Con, make sure you stop by the Cartoon Network booth and be like, what the hell just happened, blah, 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 blah. And after the internet blew up, about three days later, well, it might not have been three days, but a little while later, they put a tweet out there saying, oh, we're, we pushed them back till January. That's when the Young Justice and the DC Nation block will start. But the really strange thing is, it had just come back from like a three-month-long hiatus, and they'd showed two episodes before they pulled it again. Maybe they didn't think it was good enough. I don't know. I mean, and the other really strange thing was all the stuff they pulled on that first Saturday, you could go (coughs) on the iTunes store and buy the episodes you missed that they didn't air. So there were a bunch of people who went and bought all the episodes. Well, that's just stupid. It's it's really (laughs) weird. It's a very good cartoon show, and it continues with the DC method of making a cartoon show that kids can enjoy, that's geared towards kids, but adults can really enjoy because there's some really good adult elements to it. Like know, most really cartoons, and well, most cartoons too, because I've, you know, I've I've re- started rewatching like things like Rugrats and Rocco's yeah. Modern Life, and I'm sitting there like, how did I not get these jokes when I was a kid? Why did my parents let me watch this shit? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, and the interesting thing with the Young Justice book is the man who's right. It is uh, Greg Weisman, who also wrote the Spectacular Spider-Man tie-in. He was the creator of Gargoyles, which was fucking awesome. TV I loved show. Gar- I loved Gargoyles. I seriously did. I wanted to be one. Yeah, I, would, I would stand on the I would stand on the edge of my bed and like in like a gargoyle pose and be like, "Yep, one day I'll turn to stone, bitches." <laughs> <laughs> I'm totally normal. Um, it's okay, we know, right? Come on. <laughs> um, okay, so my um, news comes from um, over a month ago. It's from October 11th, actually. But they have decided to add in uh, to the Amazing Spider-Man movie series. They are giving us a Mary Jane and a uh, Harry Osborn. So we will be seeing them. I think by now they've been cast. I'm not actually sure. I believe they've cast Harry Osborn. I'm not sure about Mary Jane. Um, she, uh, The rumor, at least in this article, is Shailene Woodley. Um, I guess she was in the OC or Secret Life of American Teenager which I have not seen either of those shows, so I honestly have no idea right. uh, what she looks like or anything. Um, but According to this, they cast Dane DeHaan to be Harry Osborn in The Amazing Spider-Man. And, he looks and, really young. Yeah, but you got to remember, all these guys are young in the, in the movie they're doing right now. They're all high school students. That's true. I think I just keep getting thrown off because Emma Stone is like 30 and Andrew Garfield's like 27 or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> I mean... If they're casting a Mary Jane, it makes me think they're going to go ahead and do the get, the death of Gwen Stacy at some point, which you kind of have to do if you're doing a uh, Spider-Man. Well, that movie. was well. If they were going to do it, since they brought in Gwen Stacy, that was my guess was that it was going to be 
the death of Gwen Stacy being like one of the big turning points, you know, that sort of thing. Cause like everybody, well, not everybody, people who are Spider-Man fans know, you know, that that's a big turning point in the Spider-Man universe. Oh yeah. So, it's, I mean, I figured if anything, that would be in the second movie and then Mary Jane would really come into play in the third. It's one of the best stories. I mean, I love the death of Gwen Stacy story. That makes you sound really morbid. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's not, <laughs> not because of the death, but because of what it meant for the series. And it's one of it's one of the few irreversible deaths in comics. That's true. That's that being true. Uncle Ben, Thomas and Martha Wayne, and Gwen Stacy. They're about the only ones you can't resurrect. Well, I mean, they still... Technically, they've, like, resurrected Oracle into Batgirl again. I mean, and that was untouched for how long? So, I mean, technically... It was just like bringing Barry Allen back to life after he'd been dead for, like, 15 years in real-world time or something like that. Yeah, so, I mean, like, technically, nothing's untouchable. Just, if we, they ever we choose bring, not to touch that. If they ever bring Uncle Ben back to life, it would blow my mind. Because I just don't know how you do it. Because it kind of loses all of the impact of what made him Spider-Man to begin with. Uh, zombie Uncle Ben. Okay, that'd be kind of cool. They need to do that in the next Marvel Zombies. There you go. See, I helped. I stand corrected. Zombie Uncle Ben for the win. Zombie Uncle Ben. And if that happens, I want credit, bitches. Yeah, I don't know if it works that way. Let me know how that works out for you. One day I'll be rich. (laughs) I like to pretend. It's always good to dream, right? Exactly. (laughs) Well, let's see. I'll go next on mine. This is a story from late November. Everyone here knows that I'm a Halo fanboy. I've really enjoyed Halo 4. Shucks. Microsoft and 343 Industries reported on day one, Halo 4 sold two, sold enough copies to make $220 million. Well, let's put that in perspective. That shattered opening day weekends for big-name movies like Harry Potter and Deathly Hallows Part 2 and The Avengers. In 24 hours, Halo 4 did that. I don't think people give uh, gamers enough credit. No, like, for how much they'll actually go out and buy for. Yeah, I mean, but to be fair, though, a game costs 60 bucks. movie ticket costs, what, like 10 Yeah. So there's a little bit of advantage there. And they say that within the first week, Halo 4 sold $300 million worth of games. But 220 in a 24-hour block is ridiculous. That's really I mean, crazy. Like they, they, they did their part in hyping the hell out of this. I mean, all the David Fincher animated uh, comments, things like that. Hey, we got a YouTube comment. Ryan says, what is this? <laughs> Um, dick butts. That's what this is. Lots now, of dick now butts. Now you better drink. Motherfucker. Much better for a night game. <laughs> no, but, but like we said at the top of the show, this is our way to uh, burn through some of the news stories we haven't been talking about during the main show. So it's our semi-regular half-hour show that we might do once or twice a month. With now he's messaging me. <laughs> <laughs> what is this cutscenes madness? This is us interrupting your week. That's what this is, Ryan. Yes, we are messing up your world by throwing off your ATG and schedule. <laughs> and you're probably the only person that's going to notice right now that there's an ATG and stream going on. <laughs> yep. Yeah, yeah. We're awesome. We are. So I'll, I'll cue you up next. Did you have something to go with next? Uh, shit. Um, yeah. Uh, about a month ago uh, on comicbook.com, fans baffled by DC Comics move to... Re- to remove Stephanie Brown again. Oh, jeez, yeah. <sighs> it was one of those, like, I, I've, like I said, like I, I really have not read as much as I've liked into the DC universe as I've, I've only just recently be, really begun reading. 
DC, but I know who Stephanie Brown is, and I'm sitting here like, why? Why do they keep removing her? I don't understand. So, Especially in the context they did here, because there was really no reason to. It was just a minor nod to her. Yeah, it was It was really, from what I'm reading in the, in the article, is like it really wouldn't have made any difference, you know, if, if she was in the, I guess it's for Little Gotham, Little Gotham. Is that what this is? Yeah, it was the Little Gotham special. I mean, and all it is, I'm going to try and pull it up on screen, it might show up, is she was in a panel in the corner that had Stephanie Brown in her Batgirl suit. Yep. Kind of off off focus. And then later, when in the digital copy, they uh, edited her out. Yeah, and it, it didn't make any sense. And I don't understand what the hatred is towards Stephanie Brown. I don't understand why there's always that, that issue. I don't think it's necessarily hatred, but there, there was a rumor going around at one point that DC almost considered the character of Stephanie Brown to be toxic because... There was so many fans. There's a small group of fans that love her, but for the most part, people are like, meh. Yeah. And with the New 52, they're trying to pretend that certain characters don't exist, and they say it's because they have future plans for them, but part of the thing was when Stephanie Brown was on Batgirl, it didn't have a ton of sales. I mean, I was one of the people that read it because I thought Brian Q. Miller did an awesome job writing it. Plus, I've enjoyed most stuff he writes, including the Smallville Season 11 books he's doing at the moment. I was going to say, you're really into the Smallville books, which they do mention in this in this article. I don't, I don't know. It's just, at this point, fans keep getting beat up on that, because every time there's some kind of mention of Stephanie Brown, or they get a chance of having her in there, they just kind of pull the rug out in front of them. Because at one point, we talked about it on ATGN, that she was going to be Nightwing in the Smallville comic tie-in. And this was at DC Com- this was at a San Diego Comic Con, I think this was announced. And they literally did not put Brian Q. Miller up on the Superman panel then, and then they announced that Barbara Gordon was going to be Nightwing instead of Stephanie Brown. That just... What? <laughs> yeah. I mean, who cares? It's your digital-only comic. It's just they're very committed to not having certain characters show up, and no one's sure exactly why, and those that are the, the fans, the small devoted group of fans for that, kind of start to get annoyed after a while. Because yeah, they're like, I, I really totally like this see. character. You keep t- teasing me. I'm going to get them, and then it's, yoink, here it goes. Yeah, I don't like that's that's what I'm I'm trying to just understand is uh why why tease a fan saying, Hey, you're totally gonna get this character. No. Well <laughs> Personally without going into one of the big stories from this week, I'm not kinda I'm not very sure DC knows what their fans want. That's true, <laughs> that's true, and that's that'll be a story for for Sunday. We'll tease at the end of this show. show some of the stories we're doing, but uh, yeah, I'm sure those of you that are reading on the internet have seen the uh, the lash out that's going towards DC right now. It's our fault, sorry. It might be inadvertently our fault. We'll, <laughs> we'll talk about that at the fault. end of the show. <laughs> if it is our fault, what's that mean? It means that's our fault and pain gains our fault, so I'm not sure we've got a very high batting average here. <laughs> we're we're going to be killed by the internet very soon. <laughs> yeah. Let's see, uh, we've got some comments. The comment tracker is slow to refresh again for some reason, but Ryan's coming. It says, DC means dumb chumps, or maybe dick cocks. <laughs> I like dick cocks. I feel dick cocks is appropriate. I have a feeling that, uh, Ryan, you're not a big fan of uh, DC comics. <laughs> to be fair, I don't read much but their Batman books, and I occasionally dabble in a Superman book, because I get curious. And that being said, Death of the Family is fucking awesome in DC right now. I really do need to pick up on that. Um, oh, it's creepy as hell. 
That's what I've heard, and I like creepy things. Things that are creepy are cool, except the jo- for the people that creep on me. The Joker is trying to make Barbara Gordon his bride. That's creepy. The Joker yeah. is hinted at the fact that he knows who everyone is. It's it's awesome. I mean, it probably helps that I've been listening to a Kevin Smith's podcast, Fat Man on Batman. He's got Scott Snyder on right now in the newest one. They've been talking Court of Owls and Death of the Family. So his his take on what he's doing in Death of the Family is very interesting to read at. Basically, Joker thinks Batman's gone soft because he has all his teammates and that Joker's the one true one to help him be strong in his cause. It's really cool. Yeah. I'm so far behind in comic books. i got to get better at this game. All right. Anyway, Ryan, according to Ryan, he is a DC fan when they keep talented writers on staff. And that is also a news teaser for what we're going to say at the end of the show. So thanks for helping, Ryan. Well, I mean, he's on this week, so... That's true. You are on this week, so you'll be you'll have your chance to say your piece on this topic, I'm sure. It's true. We have two guest hosts this week. Isn't that crazy shit? Let's Again, see, uh, we're, we're having the dual guest hosting. Yeah, I think I'm up next. And you I was are. not a big fan of the Avatar movies. Avatar movie because I basically thought it was a Cowboys and Indians in space. Okay, so you're not talking Avatar The Last Airbender, which we're not going to talk about as a movie because that's not a movie that's an abomination. That movie is terrible, but I'm talking <laughs> Avatar The Blue Aliens that are, are okay. weird. But I guess James Cameron has announced that he'll begin sh- ugh, excuse me, begin shooting the Avatar sequels in 2013. He's going to do them both at the same time. Well, And I... he might do it in 48 frames per second is what he was saying, depending on how well The Hobbit is received in 48 frames per second. I'm not going to see it because... I saw the first Avatar movie, which took almost a year after it um, came out for me to actually see it, and uh, was just kind of like, it's Pocahontas with blue That's people. That's fair, too. I mean, it's, <laughs> it's basically what it is. Honestly, to me, Avatar, there was nothing, there was nothing earth-shatteringly awesome about the story. It was the way they did 3D because it was a movie, it was one of the first 3D movies to spawn that whole craze that actually did it right, where it was designed to be 3D and it wasn't... Well, I understand that, but they actually designed shots to make use of 3D versus doing post-filming conversion, which doesn't make sense. That's true. It was an interesting, for lack of a better term, tech demo of 3D cinema. That's true, but you could argue that for The Dark Knight, though, too, because they did that where they filmed it on IMAX film. Yeah, and I like how they did the IMAX stuff, but it wasn't 3D because no one thought it was a gimmick. And I completely agree with him. I do, too. (laughs) I do love Christopher Nolan. Yeah, he's pretty awesome. Yeah, Um, so Avatar 2 and 3 starts shooting next year. You people enjoy the shit out of that. Um, if they hire me to be a part of it, I will totally be a part of it because that means I get money, bitches. And I'm all about that. But, uh, yeah, otherwise, <laughs> I have, I'm, I'm not going to spend any money on that. <laughs> no, I don't blame you. Uh, check in the comments we have going right now. You'd mentioned the fact we had two guest hosts coming on this week, and Ryan says, the second one better not be Michelle. I must regain my crown. <laughs> <laughs> Just for that, I really want to bring her up. <laughs> <laughs> You'll just be tied for the crown if I recall correctly though. Yeah, I think if you I think this week, you know, if you if you make it on and everything, uh you will be tied for the crown with Michelle. So He also said they never made a last airbender movie. I agree with you, it doesn't actually exist. <laughs> He's not it's, good. It's not. Don't watch it, people. Like don't even watch it on Netflix. Do not give it the views. It it does not deserve it. No, it really doesn't. Okay, so I'm up. 
Um, this is another old one from a month ago. This is from November 7th. Gears of War has sold uh, 19 million copies, which is super exciting to me because I'm super excited for Judgment, which comes out next year. The whole series, uh, that is, or just a single game? I can't remember the story. Uh, this is for... This is for the franchise. Okay. So, um, this is the Gears of War franchise. If you're a Gears fan like I am, this is pretty exciting because we have Gears of War Judgment coming out. Um, Gears of War 3 managed to sell 3 million units in its first week. So, uh, the combined for all three is 12. Um, oh no, I'm sorry. The first two Gear War, Gears of War titled combined, uh, sold a combined 12 million units, suggesting Gears of War 3 has added the additional 3 million sales to its total. Um, basically, um, what we're seeing here is a, uh, jump in fan base there. We're going to have more players for Gears of War Judgment, is, which is what I'm hoping for. Um, don't get me wrong, I'm not, I'm not saying I want this to turn into a Call of Duty match or anything like that. Because, uh, yeah, me no gusta for that one. Me gusta. No me gusta. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, I enjoy playing Gears of War mainly, uh, and we've discussed this in the past on ATGN, um, I don't get the the verbal assault that I get with the uh, uh, Call of Duty player. Play, 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 play. Uh huh. Yep. I'm good at talking. <laughs> For the Gears of War games, I mean, I'm not a super fan. I enjoy them, so it's kind of cool to see that franchise have done so well. My only concern I have is they're up to number four now, and so they're basically doing the same thing Halo is and trying to restart a trilogy. Well, this is and this is now coming from. This is now coming from Baird. It's no, we're not, we're no longer following the Phoenix family. That's true. So we're apparently the fan favorite is Baird. Bullshit. Um, <laughs> so we're That's going right. to be I you're not a fan of Baird. I'm not, but you know what? At the same time, uh, I've, I've been replaying the Gears of War saga, so all three of them, and I've actually like come to laugh more at Baird in these in the in the replay <laughs> of it. I'm less annoyed by him. So. I'm I'm coming to terms with with it being Baird. I'll be. You're okay. starting to accept the fact that it's Baird. Yes, I'm starting to accept Baird for who he is, and that is an asshole. But that's fine. I'm accepting. <laughs> we got about ten minutes left before we hit our rough thirty minute mark. So I say, how about one more news story for each of us? Who's uh? You can um, go I'm going to go with one that's from October that we've been sitting on for a while that we never quite got around to talking about. And there is a rumor that Joss Whedon is looking to bring Ms. Marvel into the Avengers in the Avengers sequel. Now, they throw out some casting suggestions, but I think those have all gone by the wayside. But this rumor continues going around that they'd bring in Ms. Marvel, who's technically now Captain Marvel in the comics. But I think they do need to bring in some more uh, women, female superheroes to the Avengers team. Well, you're going to need that. And don't get me wrong, I love the, the Avengers and whatever, but the Avengers team itself is so expanded now that you have the ability to bring in other people. Right. I mean, you've got, like, three Avengers books running right now, too, I think. Right. At least three. Might be. I think they might be up to four now. I think there's Uncanny Avengers, there's New Avengers, there's Avengers. I think that's it. They were running more before that, but Marvel now, they shook things up, and I don't remember exactly how it all breaks out. But I have been reading some of them. So go to uh, Yeah, I've never had a... a uh problem with the Avengers. I've never had a problem with Marvel. I just stopped reading them because it became so... Well, I was always an X-Men fan, and it, it became so heavily based on Wolverine. I'm like, something like, fuck Wolverine! It just, just 
Wolverine is everywhere still in the books. Wolverine and Spider-Man, they just plaster into every team they can. And well, you can't get them wrong, though, either, because they sell. They yeah, make money. I mean, it's their most popular characters they have, so I understand why they're doing it, but I just don't like it. It makes me sad inside. Yeah, agreed. It's not It's not a good plan. There's so many other characters that are that are so out there and so, like, they're not out there, but are so good, they just need to... Push it. Well, I mean, and that's the nice thing they're doing with Marvel now is since they're mixing things up so much, you're starting to get some exposure for some of those other characters. That's true. So, so go team. Go team. Okay, so this the the final news piece I have is actually kind of a joke piece, but uh, uh, it's been sitting there for quite some time, and I'm just gonna share my screen here. Oh shit! Oh shits! Oh shits! Share selected window. And... Ah! And now you can see yourself. I'm gone now. That's the smart thing. Um, This is a USB drive that is also a tampon. And I want to know why this exists. (laughs) Why does this exist? Um, I don't understand. (laughs) As a lady, I want to know, why does this exist? Well, I mean, you could argue nobody's really going to steal that. (laughs) That is, is on on there it says, it is the... USB drive with the anti-theft technology, and they're right, because no one's going to fucking steal that. But, uh, yeah, that's, that's, that's how that is. That was my story, because I'm, like, sitting here, like, laughing at it, but... That that creeps me out a little bit. That exists. I don't know why. Just to, well, it's the internet, everything exists on the internet. I know, if you say it, it's going to exist. That's the statement I'm going with. If you say it, it's going to exist, and um, it's you. <laughs> you indeed. Well, because, like, I'm not going to sit here and stick that up in me and then be like, I'm going to go to the computer lab, guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I, I kind of want to save that audio. <laughs> go for it. <laughs> I completely lost my train of thought. (laughs) The nice thing is our comment tracker's refreshed. (laughs) We were mentioning before, this can work as nicely as our tease for what's going on on ATGN this week, is that Ryan is one of our two guest hosts coming on. But in his own words, he is going to be the January feature guest host forever, so he can take his record back. In fact, it will not be January. It is Ryan. It's Ryan-uary. Ryan-uary? Ryan-uary. So I really got to come up with with facts about Ryan so that I can introduce him part uh, a little bit better, like that he gets hugs from Cthulhu on a regular basis and survives, that sort of thing. <laughs> we got a couple more comments from Ryan. He goes, "Naki, look, sometimes products exist just to terrify people in regards to your <laughs> USB drive." And he goes, "It's a little something called quote data security end quote." <laughs> oh, that is. That is more than security, because again, I'm not going to just walk into some computer lab and pull out my tampon and be like, hey, I'm going to stick this in a computer now. That's a good plan. Yeah, it's not a good plan at all. <laughs> <laughs> like, it is not like you can even get past security in an airport so if you're, you know, bringing some high-class information. It's not like you could get through an x-ray machine in an airport with that thing lodged in you. Yeah. Well, so... <laughs> Yeah, on that note, let's just start wrapping things up here. Uh, let, let's let's tease some of the stuff we might have coming up on Sunday for the for the big show, for lack of a better term here. And the the biggest story is that we might have inadvertently given uh, Gail Simone the kiss of death because on ATGN on Sunday last week, 
I was talking about how much I really enjoyed the her run on Batgirl and how everyone should read it. And literally about an hour after the show ended, she went on Twitter and announced that she had been uh, let go from her position as the writer of Batgirl. And there's a lot of inf- well information and supposed stories of what's leaking out there on the internet about what happened. She's actually been pretty forthcoming on Twitter about it, but I'm sure that's going to be one of the things we'll be talking about on Sunday. Also add in the fact that they just released a new trailer for uh, G.I. Joe, and surprise, surprise, Channing Tatum actually features in it now, even though they only pulled G.I. Joe to do 3D conversion. Um, also this week, the new Superman trailer dropped, so I'm sure we'll be talking about that. Yeah, people might not like me because I'm just kind of meh about it, but I'll I'm just still, tease it at that. I'm still meh about it, too. I mean, I'm wearing a Superman shirt right now, and I'm just saying I'm meh about the Man of Steel trailer. I'm wearing Star Wars. Chewbacca. <laughs> I love Lord a Wookiee. Lord a Wookiee. I did it all for the Wookiee. What? The Wookiee. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, why don't you mention our two guest hosts we got coming up on Sunday? Some say... <laughs> can't even do it. Some say that he has dice for eyes and that he gets hugs from Cthulhu on a regular basis. But we know him as our tabletop champion, Ryan Numerick, is coming back on. And he is the most interesting man in the world. He is. And then, <laughs> to quote the Dos Equis commercial. <laughs> we also have a newcomer to our show, um, Mr. Kevin, is coming on. He's also known, known as Nomaru, which I will just probably just be yelling, Nomaru! the whole time because it's fun. Um, he is also an enforcer and he, I'm sure he has stuff that he will be wanting to promote. Um, but I just, I know him through enforcing over at the PAX shows. And he's also a suburbanite in the Chicagoland area like me. So when we do game nights, he's oh so gracious enough to drive me around. Because he nice loves him. me. That night, I really hate driving in the city. Um, but those are our two guest hosts this week. And then we have our specialty holiday show next week, right? That's right. As I think we're going to we're going to be dark next week, I think is the plan. And there's a very outside chance maybe we'll do something, but it's more than likely going to be just a holiday show of some kind. So in all likelihood there probably will not be a live stream on Sunday, a week excuse me, a week from Sunday, but we will put something out on the audio podcast side of things. And you'll love it. It'll be fantabulous. You'll love it more than this USB drive that I'm still staring at because it's really confusing me. Why are you still staring at the USB drive? I want to understand why it exists. That's what people say about our show. (laughs) That's true. That is true. They probably wonder why we still do this every week. And we could just sit there and be like, because it's fun, bitches. Creatures of habit. It's true. But this, I think we're, we've hit about thir- a little over 30 minutes, so I think this is going to wrap up our debut episode of ATG and Cutscenes. And like I said, guys, it's just a chance for us to blow through some of the news stories you don't get to talk about and maybe free up some more time for more games on ATG in itself. And it, it's not going to be on a regular schedule, but we'll try and let people know more in advance. Other than me and Chris going on Twitter and being like, oh shit, in an hour, we're going to do this thing. It was 30 <laughs> minutes. We didn't even give an hour heads up. <laughs> That's because we're champs. Yeah, power napping like fools, what? Yeah, exactly. But don't forget (laughs) to watch the main main show, All Things Good and Nerdy, on Sundays. We'll be streaming live at 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. For those of you in uh, the central time zone, that's at 10 a.m. Yes, because, you know, us Chicago peoples, you know, that's what's up. 
Exactly. But I think this wraps up our debut episode of ATG and Cutscenes. Uh, hit us up, let us know what you guys are thinking about the Cutscene Show on Twitter, Facebook, things like that, or on our voicemail at 304-806-ATGN. Damn it, I still gotta call us drunk sometime. Exactly. We, since this is so new, we're very curious what people think, whether it's something they want to see us keep doing, or how we can improve it, because, like we said, very If rough. it should be longer than 30 minutes, if you want, you know, how much more advanced time we should give you to tune in. More time is probably the smartest thing. <laughs> probably. Yeah. And I probably shouldn't be sick next time either, so, uh, you know, I don't sound like I'm a man with my mandibles. Yeah, but that wraps us up for this week, so uh, I'm Chris Farrell, and have a good night. <laughs> Bye! I'm Naki. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in to this brand new episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. If you want to know the up-to-the-minute happenings of the show, feel free to follow us on Twitter or on Facebook. The show can be found on Twitter at ATGN Podcast or on Facebook.com slash AllThingsGoodAndNerdy. If you have any comments or feedback, you can leave them either on Facebook or on Twitter, or you can hit us up at our voicemail number. Just call 304-806-ATGN and we'll get your message and we'll try and put it on the next show. Don't forget, the show streams live every Sunday at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. We post the link on Twitter and on Facebook so you can watch us and chat with us while we discuss the happenings of the week. If you can't catch the show live on YouTube, feel free to check us out on the audio version. You can find us on iTunes or on Stitcher Radio. Just search for All Things Good and Nerdy and download the show. But if you don't want to use any of those services, just go to atgnpodcast.com and you can download the podcast directly from our website. That wraps up another episode of All Things Good and Nerdy. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye.